don't see this shit at all. I don't need to see this, right? Now can I look? Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. The Mentor Podcast is back for yet another great Tuesday at 7.30-ish. Y'all know how we do each and every week, um, just about 7.30 CP time. We got the one and only Say Something Dre in the building to my right. And, of course, music and and voice artist extraordinaire, D. Scott Music to my left. What's up, everybody? So how y'all doing this week, man? Good. How you doing? I'm a, I'm great, man. I'm great. You know, uh, we got a a couple of L's that done happened to some people that deserved it this week, and uh, I'm all smiles about it. What you, you know mean? What, what you mean? Uh, well, we we gonna get into that. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, uh, what what happened to y'all this week? It's been a week since I seen you. What what happened with y'all? Oh man, for me, um, it's just been a lot of grinding. You know, um, trying to get this little business off the ground and move on work work schedule around and stuff. So it's been a lot of. Uh, Decision making. You okay. So. You, you uh you starting your own business? Uh I'm actually joining somebody else's business. Okay. But it can make some pretty good revenue, so there's a lot of decisions to make on if I'm gonna stay at where I'm at for work or okay. focus on uh Salute. You starting a cool. business. That's, that's that's big things right there. That's big things, you know. Oh, what I'm got me going a little bit, so. Okay. Excellent. We inspiring people all over the place. Yeah. We got twelve people in the room. Wanna say hello to them. Thank y'all so y'all much. Doing? For coming into the room, I had to find my camera. I was looking at the screen. These guys, it's been a whole week. You've been driving through the snow, the sleet, the wind, yeah, the rain. Yeah, snowed yesterday. Yeah. I was up in Flagstaff and it was uh-huh. snowing. Chains so, on your wheels? No, no. It wasn't that bad? No, it was bad. Couldn't see like 20 feet in front of me for really? like three, four minutes coming out, coming down the rim. Where you got again? Flagstaff? Flagstaff, coming out of Flagstaff. So okay. it was very interesting. It was cool, though. It's amazing how many... Um, it was hot down here, man. Hot? You hot. think so? 
Got you. I, I mean, mean, good weather hot though. Not like <coughs> desert hot yet, but it was mm-hmm. like that good. Maybe yeah, seventy five today. I didn't probably, really check it. But probably around eighty. But okay. Summer about to be crazy. I'm gonna have to move. Summer, you know. <laughs> Summer's so. in Arizona. If you ain't from Arizona, I try to tell people it's like heat or hot. It's like an oven. Yeah. If you ain't if from here, don't move here in the summertime. Move here in November when it's safe. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. All right. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It is about that time. Uh, we got a whole lot of things going on in the world, and we're gonna bring it to you from these men's perspective. Um, uh, one of the biggest things that's going on right now is uh, coronavirus is spreading mm. everywhere like wildfire. We even got one case here in Arizona. I should have bought my two, mask. I thought. Got two, two or three, two cases in Arizona. I done jacked some of my mask from work, man. I should have bought them in. They said the mask not gonna save you. No, they I said mean, the mask not gonna save you. What I heard was the mask is, is supposed to stop you from using your hands and your, putting your hands in, in your face. In your face. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. All right. And so, then um, we got some 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 crazy things going on with the 2020 presidential race. Mm. Some folks acting a fool on on both sides. And then uh, uh, one of the greatest things that happened this week was uh, Oprah fell. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, as she needed. We Oprah. We can't get to you, Gail. We got you. <laughs> Perfect. What Snoop say? What Snoop say? Before we come and get you. <laughs> she he did, did fall, huh? Kobe she fell slow, her. too. Anybody see it? Kobe it got like her. A fall Ooh, slow. You, you're a trip. It was a fall slow. Did you see it? <laughs> it was a fall slow. It was a slow fall. Slow fall. A fall okay. slow. It was a fall. No, I said it right the first time. It was a fall slow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Man, listen. She got halfway down and scream. Ah! Did she? She got crossed up by the ghost of Kobe, definitely. I so, saw that too. That's funny. So we we appreciate uh, the ghost of Kobe coming down and and blessing Oprah the way that she mm-hmm. needed to be. Uh, in case y'all didn't know, Oprah and Gail have been violating for quite some time, and uh, it's about time that they get they come up. It's uh, hopefully that's not the first fall. We don't wish no injuries upon anybody, but embarrassment is definitely welcome. Um, but that being said, uh, on to people that are always in front of the camera talking a lot of crazy stuff, trying to get our votes. We've been having a lot of folks traditionally coming after the vote in our community doing all kinds of crazy things. Do you, uh, you remember the first person that actually came after our vote in the 90s? You talking about Bill? Bill. And he was doing a little saxophone and we doing fell for that We shit. fell for that. Why did we fall for it's that? so embarrassing, man. Why did, why did we fall for that? We fall for a lot of things. Why does our community fall for why? these kinds of things? Why do we? Why do we? It's like the shiny shit. Yeah, we just... It's the shiny shit. jiggle it in front of us, man, we kind of just like, oh, yeah, I like this guy. I'm going to go for him now, you mm-hmm. know? It's the shiny shit. Do you think that Bill Clinton could have... If he ran today, could he pull that off? I think he could. With today's uh, some of today's candidates, if he was man, running think, against, yeah, if Trump? he was, well, no, not even whoever he was running against. Do you think him playing the saxophone on a black hosted television show could help him to uh, win the nomination? Because basically, from it was different. I yeah. mean, who else has ever done that? <coughs> right. I think it humanizes him. Mm-hmm. I think half the reason why Trump won the first time was because. People felt like they can relate because he wasn't a politician. Mm-hmm. So I can trust you because you're not a politician. Okay. Um, we fell for that one, I think. Um, I, I, I won't say we, um, but, you know, America fell for that one in regards to um, regards to that. I just don't think that if we want to talk, I don't think, and I get in trouble for saying this, but I don't think that Trump don't get in office if Obama doesn't get in office. 
Oh, man. Why would you get in trouble for saying that? I just always felt like Obama in office bastardized the the Oval Office. And so I was like, well, if he can do it, then anybody can. Mm. And it gave him what was needed in order to be able to step in there. Because you take... If 45 can do it, anybody can do it. Right. So, and not in a good way. You know what I mean? Wait, are you you saying some folks looked at it as if, if Obama could do it, then... We might as well. We might as well. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, Which yeah. is very disrespectful and, and, and all that. But I really feel like Obama doesn't make it. Trump wouldn't. It would, Trump, Trump would have been Trump left. doesn't have a chance. Not even, not yeah, even okay. remotely close. So that bothers me in the sense that that's the way. That's how I feel like people think. I don't mm-hmm. know. but I felt I, like Trump winning was like the last hope for the 1%. You know, he well, was it's more like, than 1%, though. Well. They voted for him. You know what I'm saying? He made a lot of promises. A lot of people. I just think it's amazing how, like, when Obama was in office, he did the littlest thing, and it was like the biggest news ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! And da, da, da. And this dude coming out of his mouth with all kinds of stuff, and but, it's like, it's it's it's. Trump be gangster with his though, you know. He came out telling straight like it is. Hey, I'm just gonna grab her in the pussy. You know? <laughs> hey. He don't get trouble for it. No, I think it's funny. I think it's 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 very interesting. I, I mean, I mean, for me, the elephant in the room is not so much that if Obama could do it, then of course Trump could. I feel like it was like, hey, uh, we're losing our grip on the country, and uh, we need to make a stand to let people know that we're still here. Hmm. Yeah, and that's what happened, and they're. They just may do it again in 2020. We'll find out. It depends on if, from what I think, it depends on whether the liberals are going to decide how they want to um, entertain or come to the table with the black community. Uh, It seems that in almost every single one of these elections, when a Democrat wins, they get a large turnout of black supporters, and they've been able to do so through playing the saxophone, going to eat at rib and chicken joints, and dancing on the stage. And when you think about it, it's really quite insulting. Right. Basically, I feel like I, you, you built the country, but all I need for your vote of confidence is uh, to dance and eat some chicken. I right. tell you I got hot sauce in my purse. But whose fault is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's, who's, who, who, who's, whose fault is that? Like a part of that, I know is a big. I know, a, I know a big. Because think about it. Who who are the influencers in our community? Where are these politicians going to grab large amounts of people of influence at one time on one day of the week? Church. Yes. <laughs> if they can get the church, the churches vote. And, and that's what they've been doing historically. Right. They go to the churches, and and honestly, just this past week, Bloomberg went in church. I think we talked about Bloomberg a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, he basically been buying, buying black folks. And I, I went on Facebook, <laughs> and I said, hey, listen, if Bloomberg is going to give you $200 a day to start you know, spreading his gospel or whatever, right. take it and then just tell people not to vote for him. Right. Get your bread, fam. Right. Now, he came into a church recently, and... Uh, some folks stood up and turned their backs on them, as they should have. As you should. And 
quite honestly, me personally, this ain't everybody on the podcast, but if your pastor is going to let this dude in, you need to have words with him. Right. Take a look at your pastor. You need to have words with him. How, How much, much did he, you he, he get? Pay, right. And where's my cut? Right. Let's not play about this. You know oh, this. the pastor got cut, though. Oh, yeah. You got cut. Oh, so yeah. the rest of the folks that's coming in here paying these tithes and offerings need to get a cut. When the, when the and if you ain't going to get a cut, you got to get out, partner. When does... <laughs> I want to. Am I? Am I? If I, uh, nah, ladies I, and gentlemen in the chat, if I'm and I, if I'm speaking English and not speaking mathematics, let me know. I have to start getting into politics because I'm not a politician. Um, I'm not into them. I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's a shit show for the most part, Facts. and then um, it's smoke and mirrors, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to definitely educate ourselves on how it works, mm-hmm. um, the levels of, of government. Um, who makes decisions, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely need to have more conversations. Um, and not about, to me, it's not even about who wins, and how, but more how they win mm. needs to be what we need to concentrate Absolutely. on. Um, and that needs to start very early in life, and it needs to be um, something that we condition our kids to understand how things work. Um, outside of uh, getting your government check or getting your tax returns. Because mm-hmm. we seem to understand that language very well. But do we understand that no, we No, no, we don't understand. We don't understand what to do with it. Right. Uh, but we understand when it comes. Yeah. We become professionals on how to get it early. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> they, even built, they even built businesses. Mm-hmm. They even built businesses on... On the ability to make you be able to, for you to get your tax returns early, mm-hmm. so still gonna pay a little extra. But, but who She's cares? Extra. Nobody. But early. see, we should care. But how often do we not care because we don't understand how how things work? So I believe that the um, the emotional, the emotional, and it's hard because again, I do believe that we're very spiritual, spiritually based culture mm-hmm. um, and that is almost to our detriment as well mm-hmm. uh, because we tap in spiritually a lot of times uh, into our ancestry however you want to go there but we don't tap in economically we turn the cheek over and over and over and over and over and over yeah and you so know? we have to just do a better job so for me it's like we have got to make it our business to understand business understand this government understand how things work and uh, what I said earlier today in our group chat, be be the change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be the change that you want to happen. Instead of waiting for change, be the change. Um, I think that's where the power is at, and that's what we need to understand. Is you got to be the change. I don't want to. I don't want to complain about it no more. If I'm not doing nothing about it, right? But and, and that's a game too, because half the people, or there's a, a large number of us that can't vote. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we got the right to vote uh, back in the day. How many um, people were using that right to vote, though? Well, how many people have lost it because of felonies? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's always been, again, a way around to enslave a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't get you this way. It'll get you this way. And we have to be wiser and understand that it's a game being played against us. And we can't be a willing participant in it. So we're talking about tax refunds. Have you all, have either one of you had an opportunity before you started having to pay taxes um, to use your refund for 
uh, a common good or for a business or for anything that would be productive in your or your family's life or before you started paying taxes, were you always being frivolous with the tax returns? I broke, I broke even the last five years. So I didn't owe and I didn't get anything back. I think a lot of times we look at it, I've heard this in my life, free money. Mm. <laughs> right? And a lot of times we feel like it's free money. Well, I ain't got to really pay nothing with this because mm. it's free money. Mm-hmm. It's just the craziest thing in the world. And so a lot of times... Um, a lot of times you don't have, um, there's, it does not go nowhere, um, and you spend it because it's free money. Um, there's no emotional ties to it, mm. and so we become irrational okay. a lot more times than not. So to your to answer your question though, yeah. um, I've never, no, I've never done, uh, no, I can't say that I've actually okay. taken right. that money and proactively done something to better somebody outside of myself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, just I, for yourself. Have you ever been productive? Okay. And I'm not productive. See, yeah, not productive. Not, not, yeah, not. not I, bought, okay. I bought material things. So, so okay. So, we, we've acknowledged that we, we've never done anything productive. Well, I don't know about me, maybe. I've been paying taxes for a while. But, but yeah, I probably not did anything productive. What game would you give to a young person that's probably about 21 years old, that's probably going to get their first nice chunk of change back from the government. What would you tell them to do so we can discontinue the generational curse of being frivolous with our tax returns? I would tell them you got you to invest in something. You got to put it to get used to where you can get some revenue coming back in. Um, so let's say, let's say they're getting $2,000 back. What, what would you tell them to invest in with the free money? I wouldn't tell them to invest in anything. I would tell them to educate themselves. Mm-hmm. And you've you've been twelve months without the money. Mm-hmm. Um, don't spend the money. Put it in savings until you can figure out how to how to spend your money. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I do know this. Uh, every dollar, if you don't have a, n- a name on your dollars. Uh, they disappear, mm. right? And so you should always, um, just in financial planning, name your money. Where's it going? Have Allocate a, it. Have a, have, have a home for it to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when it comes to budgeting yourself on what you want to frivolously spend, mm-hmm. that's okay. We're all human. We're going to do it. Yeah. But go ahead and say, I'm going to give myself $300 off rip to just not do what I want to do. Okay. And the rest of it's going somewhere else and I'm going to name it. I like, I like what you said to invest back into yourself. I know there's a lot of seminars out there that you can, uh, you have to pay to go to. Like I said, knowledge isn't free, you know, so I will at least get into a seminar that can, of your choosing to be able to educate yourself on maybe buying property or, you know, learning how to start a business. Let's say you're not in school for business or you're not in school at all, but you want to get something to where you can get some information. And I think the information is what a lot of young people are missing. Mm. So, I don't know if young people are missing it. I, I think old people are missing it more than young people are, right? Um, I think that the youth is a little more... Tech savvy. Tech savvy. Okay. But practic- I think that there's a practicality, if that's the word, um, that, that is missing in, in, in it um, for them. But old old habits from older people, I think we have a harder time of trying to change change our ways um, okay. because we're just used to doing it the old school way sometimes. Well, information meaning that the way they get their information is different 
but you have to be able to be willing to receive it. I mean, a lot of times people get information from like social media. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going somewhere to pay someone who's who's done the business, you know, or who's done something to be able to relay that information back to you. Like, I'm giving you everything that I've done. Here's the book. Here's the pamphlet. It's what you need to do. You well, know, you're going to pay me a hundred bucks just to come to yeah. my, come to, to come to my uh, seminar. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you everything you need to do to be able to get you to the next level and get your business started. I feel I, like that's not talking about a pyramid scheme or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about business. No, you know? I'm with you. I feel like we're, we're bombarded with those kinds of opportunities. If we're scrolling through Instagram every day and them probably more so than any of us. Um, but what I would say is, um, if somebody out there is getting, um, uh, about $2,000 back, definitely save it and wait until your next year. And hopefully you can get the same amount back, if not more. And you would want to probably, it's an idea, um, look into investing into truck leasing. Um, it's mm. kind of a business where you really don't need to do the work. You're more of a middleman. Uh, you are a partial owner of a truck and somebody else is going to be driving, delivering and unloading for you. And as long as you keep the maintenance up on the truck, um, hopefully you've got some partners there with you. You can gain money through that. Just an idea. Um, I know if I was growing up and somebody let me know that that was a possibility, it'd probably be something that I would be saving up for because opportunities where you are the middleman, um, those are some of the best opportunities because you don't have to do as much work. Uh, basically, you just have to come with capital. And if you have money that you don't know what to do with, save it. And then later on, you can be the capital investor that other people would like to be. But see, that's an intellectual way to look at things. Yes. That's half the problem, though, is we don't have... How do you translate that into... Into a young person? Not even a... No. I, I won't call a young person. I'll just call it ignorant. Person. Into an ignorant person? Because Stack your chips, fam. Next summer, you're going to shine on them if you buy this truck. Right. We got we got some comments going. Crystal Sharp said, uh, if you don't have debt, you definitely need to save. Mm. The IRAs or something. Something that earns interest. Absolutely. You guys heard of Dave Ramsey yep. at all? So yep. um, <clears throat> shout outs to Dave, and, and please go look at his whole ministry. Sinead I'll call ministry. said $2,000 is nothing, honestly. Not if you're 21. Go ahead. No, no, $2,000 $2, is, is something for anybody who ain't got a dollar. <laughs> like, let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, $2,000, I don't know. I don't. I can't say it's nothing. It's it's um, nothing when you grown and you have grown people responsibilities. It's it lasts a lot longer if you don't have things that constantly will drain there from your There is not a lot of bucket. grown people in our culture that have two thousand dollars in a savings account. And Crystal did allude to that. You need to put that into an emergency savings uh, account emergency just in savings. case something happens to you. Like your how car, many people have that? Like that? How many people have emergency savings account? How many people have those types of things? But it also goes into, um, I'm kind of segueing into an, another aspect of, of preparation in life. Um, I thought, think about this all the time. You know, you want to have some money saved away, but you also need a couple of other things. Like you need a good mechanic. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. You're right about that. <laughs> you My need, car, car breakdown. Yeah, so <laughs> right. need a, yeah, you're done. Right? You need a good mechanic. You do need somebody financially sound in your life that can tell you what you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and again, you have to be willing to listen to the things you don't want to hear and don't ignore them. You can always say no. You can always say I'm not ready, but you have to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not mature enough or I'm not mentally in the space or emotionally in the space to do the things that you're asking me to do. It does not negate the stuff that they're telling you to not be true. You're mm -hmm. just not in the place to apply it, mm -hmm. but don't write it off as false because it's, it's a, it's a doctrine that you don't want to uh, accept. And I think we do a hard time of that. Like we want to trick ourselves and fool ourselves um, into doing what we want to do based on our own ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather have the person say, I just don't feel like it. I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm way okay with that versus the person who well, but well, no, what I'm going to do. And then flipping shit. We got to get out of flipping unless we're talking about, Flipping. Um, what do you mean flipping? Uh, just the idea. So the only thing that you said that I don't agree with mm -hmm. is when you said it, it, it goes with the mentality. I'm not saying this is your mentality, but being the middleman, you don't have to do a lot of work. I think anything that's worth investing in, you better do the work. I'm not saying you have to do the physical work mm -hmm. and maybe that's what you're alluding to, but you need to know all the ins and outs of, right. of what it takes in order for that business to work and so why it works the way work. it is. And that to me is still doing the work. Right. And so the you know Ponzi schemes or get rich quick or or yeah. uh, try what do you call them pyramids, pyramids and all schemes. those mm -hmm. those are all based on ignorance and laziness right. mm -hmm. and people just want like if you could get rich quick everybody would be rich right. right you know what I'm saying and so like these hustle mentalities we have to get out of hustling we got to get out of hustling the only way to make money honestly is to save money because. In saving money, there are things that are built in you that allow you to then take that savings and then know how to uh, and where to put them for them to grow money, right? Mm -hmm. But in saving money, it strips away all the undisciplines that you have. I don't know if that's the word, but you, it's discipline. In order to save money, you have to be disciplined. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to change how you are. You don't have to change who you are. You have to change how you are in order to even get to savings. But once you've mastered that aspect of things... Then you then you're putting yourself in position. Okay, real quick, what what uh, we've talked about how to uh, somewhat act when you get some bread in your pocket that is unexpected or unusual to you, and most of the time, if you feed a starving person too fast, too quick, they will die because they don't know their body don't know how to digest right. all that. So, is there some game or a book that you have read that the people can take that you know that are in the comment section? Tangibly to be able to pass on to a young person. Rich dad, poor dad. I was about to dad. say the same thing. The rich dad, poor dad. Okay. Dave Ramsey's whole mm -hmm. whole spiel. Um, okay. um, Assets and liabilities. Guns and butter. Yeah. Like, right <laughs> for y'all to understand, guns and butter. Um, somebody, <laughs> so all those things, close? for real, all those things like educate yourself. Educate yourself. Rich dad, poor dad, guns and butter from baby boy, and you said Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Okay, cool. We got uh, Veronica said, um, I'm sick of, sick of everybody coming for single moms with regards to their taxes. Who's everybody? Like, what do we, what do we do? on what level? I don't know, Veronica. You can chime in and let us know what you're talking about. Who's everybody? Who's, who's everybody? She, she, to, she now, always got now, the spice. Now, Veronica you know, always got the spice. You know who's coming for them is the nails, that hair. Right. That's coming, right? So, yeah, uh, let me move over here. So <laughs> I don't catch the lightning. I'm just saying, like we. In case like, y'all didn't know, come on. D Scott man. just said the reason y'all ain't got no tax money is because y'all go straight to the salon and the Ooh. spa and all that, and it'll be gone and by the time you get out late and go on a red lobster. 
and dudes buy shoes. I got nothing to do with one dude, of these cats is saying. Dudes buy shoes. We, 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 come on, man. Guns and butter, man. We get into Guns that stuff that makes us feel good about ourselves. <laughs> so my thing is, is like, what is this thing about us not feeling good about ourselves? Well, I mean, doesn't that seem rather, I, we've talked about this before. Um, a lot of times, as a people, we are working to survive. We're not always, not many of us are in a thriving position. So once we get a surplus, it's like, <gasps> all the things that I ever wanted to buy, right. I got a surplus now. It's to be able to tell somebody that has been basically like, um, let, let's say somebody is normally having a certain kind of meal every day for months because that's what fits in their budget. But now they've got more money than their budget allots for they're naturally going to live outside of their yearly means. Not if there's discipline. Not if they live through their discipline and understanding how Does things Does discipline work. require some form of failure? Mm, discipline requires some form of understanding. There's there's forced discipline. There's forced, um, what's there, not discipline. What do you call the other thing? Um, um. No, I don't think discipline requires some sort of failure. I don't. So what if you don't get taxes back? Like I had mentioned earlier, um, I'm reading another one that uh, Tasha Scott said, the goal is not to get anything back. The goal is to break even. The last five years, I broke even. Mm-hmm. I didn't get anything back. I knew I wasn't getting anything back. But then again, I I don't, I don't allow them to take much from me mm-hmm. out of my taxes. Mm-hmm. So elaborate on that. Why is the goal to break even? For me, the goal is to break even. There's no reason for you to take all that from me. I mean, if you look at your uh, your your paycheck stub, I mean, you have FICA coming out. You have your medical bills coming out. You got, uh, what, AZ taxes, or you got state taxes. I mean, mm-hmm. and you got they're taking too much from you mm-hmm. for you to be able to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's more of breaking even in the fact that, you know, as long as I can pay you just a little bit to back up off me, and then without having me to pay you at the end. So I think that what she's saying too, though, about that is if you can, you can, while so you're still saving though, what, but while you have your money, you can have it working for you. Right. Right. And so if you understand how taxes work and all that, um, the more you can keep, the more you have to invest, save and all that kind of stuff. And your and, and the savings accounts and all those types right. of things, they, they, what they accumulate, what, Interest. Interest. Mm. So that's the one thing that the government doesn't do for you. Right. So um, learning that that balance, um, if you're educating yourself and you're understanding how money works. Right. And that's the thing, too. We don't understand how money works a lot of times. What about taking out a business loan and never using it? You have to to know what to do with that business loan. What if you never use it Mm -hmm. and you go ahead and... Just pay it on back. The money they gave you, just pay it on back after the term is up to build up business credit. Who thinks like, well, I'm going to say. I'm saying, but I'm saying, but this is the mentor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're right. So when people get the $2,000 back, they blow through it. Right. You know, and let's say you get a big business loan and you don't do anything with it, but just sit on it. Mm-hmm. You're going to blow through it. And now, le- now and if, you, if you do that, if you do that, that is you. You deserve what comes with it. And for some of us, that's the kick. That's the financial kick in the ass that right. some of us Why? need to go through. That's a- Why would you borrow money 
mm-hmm. to give them more money is what I want to know. Because, because if you take a loan out, you mm-hmm. owe interest on that loan. It depends on if you get if you get something that ain't got no interest over a certain amount of time, and before that time expires, you go ahead and give that bread on back. I don't know. I wonder what the return. I wonder what the. Um, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, how credit works is there has to be a certain percentage of money that you do actually use in order for it to work in your on your for your benefit in regards to your credit score. You so, and you can use it. But I think your business credit score. Um, has to also do with revenue and all that kind of stuff. So you want to get a, you want to get something that works within your means. True, but it's a business. So if you're taking a business loan out, you got to be making money. Um, it's hard to get a loan if you can't show that you're making, making some money, bread. making some bread. So I don't know if I understand the logic in that. I mean, if you if you making and forty thousand, if you making forty thousand as a single person, mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to go to a bank and say, hey. I'm going to open up a business. You're a single person. It's not like you have, you know, or even if you have one child, you know, some of the money that you're getting back from that one child can go towards that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, go ahead. There was a Paisley said, uh, I'm not going to butcher his last name, but uh, it's, a, it's a lady. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad's author, um, had a YouTube channel and it's full of information. So, oh, yeah. Remember, I was talking about the seminars earlier. Mm hmm. So. Just in case you guys are wondering, he does have a YouTube channel you guys can check out for getting information on assets and liabilities. All right. Cool. Uh, in, in the comment section, uh, Crystal said, what if a man's haircut and beard uh, lineup costs $100 every two weeks? Would y'all stop getting groomed? Who is doing that? <laughs> Not 400 bucks. I'm going to learn how to cut my own hair. Ain't yeah. nobody paying $400. And if they are, I'm just going to grow mine out. If they are, they're getting bread. Uh, let's keep going through the comments. Uh, but no, I ain't doing. Listen, what uh, at the most, if you getting, if we getting groomed up, it's probably once every two weeks, and at the max, it's costing me forty dollars. So yeah, no, we we good on that. Um, ain't nobody doing that, Crystal. So whatever y'all out there doing, <laughs> you know, to you. spending he all that to you. money. He cut his own hair. He took that money. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He showed up my house. I cut we, him up. We ain't spending all that money on that. Shoot. Now, we, we might mess around. Somebody might mess around and do some other crazy things. Um, let me see. Crystal, Crystal says, better yet, what if y'all had clippers to do yourself, but it would take you three to four hours and couldn't manage the extra time on weekends to groom yourself? Listen, we ain't doing that. Right. If anything, if we can't afford the $40 shape up, our homie would do it for 12 Right. Or I'm going all one level. Just like one just like y'all get y'all hair done in the kitchen sometimes when you need it for the cheap, you know? Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all get that four hundred dollar cheap treatment for fifty with a with a stove and a sink, you know? <laughs> Let's be sure to mention as well, since we're talking about money, um mm-hmm. credit, how important credit is. Mm-hmm. Um if you don't know anything about credit, like I didn't know anything about credit until I had bad credit. Should should young folks know about credit early? Every human being okay. should learn about credit from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Um, if it becomes a habit and you just know that's what it is, mm-hmm. I think your whole life becomes better because mm-hmm. you have less of a reckless. I think it's the importance of how that credit is. I think I think young people know about credit, but they don't know the importance of. I'll tell you, my dumb self thought that um, it was more important for me to pay my big bills and the ones that only were twenty, thirty dollars a month didn't matter as much because they were so low in the amount I had to owe. 
So this is a person who didn't talk to anybody about credit, who thought that the size of the bill mattered versus how much the monthly mm. payment was. Mm. And so my dumb self was like, well, I'm paying my $400 car note or my $400 insurance, actually, because I was like 19 or 20. Um, I'm doing all that stuff with my little JCPenney's card because I was told to get a, get a, I was, 18? you know, uh, something like that. I was, I was told I to get the, you know, get, right get the credit card or whatever right. to start establishing credit, but not understanding because I wasn't listening, right. um, which is very ignorant how important it is to make that monthly payment on time. Um, and not understanding what secured loans were versus unsecured loans. Mm -hmm. Just not understanding the game, man. So it's very important. But it's funny how as soon as you get out of school, the first thing they do is shove free money in your face. In mm -hmm. your face. So and even education itself is a farce and is a business and, and has nothing to do with education. It is a money grab as well. What What tip, what tangible tip would you give to somebody that is just coming into credit so they can have at least a small grasp on how not to mess it up. I think that I think it's, knowing the importance of it. Well it starts and it starts at home. Right. Like there's a lot of people there's some people that are good at math and some aren't. Mm. But I think you become better at math, the applicable math, the math that matters when you're using it when it comes to money and having things at home. So if you're teaching your children how taxes work, um you're playing games like that that have to do with money. I think that you're better mm. off, like them understanding how money works. I remember when I was coming up, if you weren't good in math and algebra and all that, and you couldn't make it, then you took a uh, what's that? What is what do they call that thing when you take that class where they teach you how to write a check? Oh, that's like Avid, Avid or something like that. Like, how are you gonna teach me how to waste money, to spend money, and I don't know math? Like, shouldn't there be more of a concentrated effort on? Me getting it versus, okay, we'll just have you over here. We'll teach you how to sign a check. Like, it was crazy. But I, I, I was good at math, though. I think it's kind of just like personal knowledge about how to do the banking. You know, um, I took, excuse me, I took Avid. And I, <laughs> you clowned this right now? <laughs> I said, what tangible tip <laughs> would you give a young person with a, that just got a credit card? I my answer to that question is I wouldn't give them any tips. I'd give the people that were in the lives of the young people tips on make sure you get involved in their life and you're talking to them. It's like, how do you give somebody a tip who just doesn't understand? Like, you know Wait, what I'm listen, I'm not going to assume that you don't understand. Pay that damn bill right. on, time, on time, every single time. Clear the entire thing. If you can't afford to pay the entire bill at the end of the month, don't do it. Don't use it because that interest will come and kick your ass. You'll have a whole nother car note inside of your credit card bill if you don't finish paying that thing off at the you end of the month. know how credit works though. If you you shouldn't pay the whole thing credit, off though. Go see Paisley. He's a plug. Yeah, yeah, but don't know how credit works. I my my okay, that that's I'm answering your question cuz I don't I don't I don't agree with your answer. Okay. Learn how credit works. That's that would be my 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 suggestion to young people learn how credit works if you can't teach people how mm -hmm. credit works you don't understand how credit works because it is a game and there's ways that naturally you can use your credit and build on it without doing much because you have bills that you can pay through your credit card like you said and pay those off at the end of the month mm -hmm. like gas things that you're already going to spend it on mm -hmm. um, there's ways to have that revolving credit um, active and in and in allows your uh, your your credit score to go up. Everybody in the comment section right. is saying make sure not to use more than twenty percent. Um, I didn't follow that rule, not at all, not at eighteen. <laughs> but 
but I did one rule that I followed was just making sure that because I didn't want that interest, that interest was killing me. And once I realized that I needed to pay it off at the end of the month, my score skyrocketed. So just make sure to not live outside of your means and pay it on time all the time. That's what they're watching to see if you're responsible. And I will say this, good credit is a great equalizer. Man. And what I mean by that is you won't always be treated less than (laughs) (laughs) if you don't have less than. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like there's just certain things about, I'm sure you guys have been, and if you have not, it's a wonderful thing to walk into a mm-hmm. place like, uh, I'm not into cars, but it's a wonderful thing to walk into a car dealership. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to run your credit. Anything okay, like ahead. that, anything like that, knowing you can afford right. whatever you want. Right. You walk different, mm-hmm. you talk different. They treat you different. Right. And sometimes they'll look at you and assume something. And then they'll go run that credit and come back a whole different person. Yep. Now you're Mr. This. Now are you thirsty? No, no, no. The water's for everybody. But would you like some no. something to drink? Drink? You know what I mean? Like we got but, some refreshments for you. It's it's a, it's amazing. It's, it's funny. How do we, like you said, how do we teach the young people this, though? How do we get them to understand? How do we, you said games and everything, but how do we get them to know how to do this? They have to see it. But right? I, I, they have I, to see I it. learned the hard way. It took me. But what, did you? No disrespect, but did your parents know credit well? We never talked about it. In the house. That's what I'm saying. They have to see it. Like some of this don't have to be taught if it's being, if you're being brought up in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it becomes the way of life, it's just a thing that it's natural conversations at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. But then again, people got to get back to the, to the dinner table. Yeah, it should be natural conversation. We got to get, so I think another thing that really messed us up was, and this is what's funny to me, I didn't understand the the whole a penny saved is a penny earned right. until I got older. Mm-hmm. And then it, it doesn't matter how much you make a year. It only matters how much you can save a year. Mm-hmm. So if I only make $30,000 a year, but I got $10,000 at the end of, end of the year, I'm, I'm better than the dude that makes $800,000 a year and got $5,000. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think we need to, it used to be taboo, don't ever talk about money right? in our culture. You didn't mm-hmm. talk about money. You didn't, didn't know how much your mama money, made. didn't know your parents' age. So when's a good time to bring it up? All the time. All the time. Okay. All the time. It should be, again, in the natural conversations of things. Son, how much money you got? Daughter, I'm going to give you $20 this week for, for lunch. Is there an age range um, uh, that you feel uh, when you should start? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to be at an age where, ah, uh, I don't know. How 15? 10? I mean, I guess 10. it's good at 10. I mean, just because, like I said, it's, it's fresh in your brain. So you're thinking about it, you know. When it comes up again, it's not your first time hearing about it. I think that... Um, Crystal says freshman in high school. Oh, she, okay. she also says that uh, it, it didn't get taught in her household. And what uh, she saw was robbing Peter to pay Paul. Like we had talked about before Hustling. with the, with, with mm-hmm. the, with the taxes. I'll I, I get you back when I get my taxes. So some of that money is already gone. And uh, the hustle of making sure bills were paid. So basically, we're coming from generations of, or at least one to two, of Survival. knowing how to survive. Survival. And now we're, we're, in oppor- we're, we're in an opportunity to be able to teach folks how to thrive. Now, um, if we could scroll up or down, Shanae was trying to uh, give us some games. She was saying that she had some, uh, some folks as unauthorized users on her card. It's probably down. Where's Shanae at? Uh, 
no, we lost that one. Uh, but um, <clears throat> I think she was talking about having um, her children um, or relatives. What did Amanda, what Amanda say? Amanda yeah. said. On her credit you, card. What did Amanda say? You established their credit. Yeah. It was almost like a, like, it's like a second credit card almost. Um, or is it, it, having unauthorized users on your account would be like basically they are not leeching, but suckling at your credit card teeth, you know? Amanda and, said uh, you can teach the concept of savings to a preschool in a penny bank. So I think that's the thing, too. I think that um, we can condition our kids. And this goes back to, like, let the kids be kids, right? I understand that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But there's also conditioning that goes on when we um, – I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big Christmas guy. I'm not a big Santa Claus guy or another Santa Claus guy or nothing like that. Because I think that we could be setting ourselves up to fail when we're when we're when we're when we're teaching our kids fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my bad. Authorized. I'm sorry, Shanae. Um, I think it's important. Like, they understand how money works, and kids are cool with that. You ever take a little a five year old to the store and gave him his money that he got? And he can go buy what he wants and then talking to him about, okay, you can get one of these or you can get two of these. And they, you know, they got to make a decision. Mm. I mean, it doesn't have, it can be fun, but then they also learning how to keep their stuff. Uh, they have pride in, in, in earning and, and learning how money works. I think all that kind of stuff is very important um, that we, we take the time out to do those type of things mm. versus just buying a kid a present. Paisley uh, brought up a tip. Can you read that for us uh, real quick? Credit card usually reports to the credit bureau three to five business days after your due date. You can use the full amount and pay it off during the three to five window. Keep that score intact. Okay. We see you, Paisley. Appreciate the game. And then uh, Amanda Scott Thomas uh, uh, said uh, an example is whites and Asians put their kids age 16, 18 on their credit cards as authorized users. And by the time they're ready to get a credit card, they have higher limits, high credit scores, and they can, uh, if your parent has good credit, then your child benefits from it. So what's funny is, is our culture kind of does the opposite. Opposite, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we take your credit, and I'm going to use your credit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, right. Before you turn seven, you got the government looking for their money <laughs> before you turn seven. So this is an opportunity for us to break that generational curse. Man, we oh. And go ahead, start putting your kids on as authorized users on your card. So they can begin to build up credit as long as you have good credit. If you don't have good credit already, build yours up first. Oh, Crystal said that. Crystal, Crystal said, said that. that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Good job, Crystal. That's dope. Um, I, I remember, I remember falling into the trap being young, where they try, and so they try to say. Some people will try to set you up too when they ask for um, a co co-signer. Yeah. And people don't hear that all the time. People don't understand day. what a co-signer does, and, and you, you young people are like, hey, can you co-sign for me? That means you get no credit, right? And my credit is on the line. You know what I'm saying? And people just need to understand how this stuff works, man. That's excellent. That's that's what's up. Cool. We got a tangible tip. It took us <laughs> 17 minutes. The tips came from the from the from everybody. Appreciate else. everybody in the comment section. Obviously, and that's that's important yeah. that people understand. The mentor podcast is definitely one that this is a shared platform mm -hmm. with the people that are watching as well um we're not trying to just talk to y'all i mean we're not trying to talk, just talk to each other we're trying to have mm -hmm. a conversation right absolutely so we appreciate uh the information because we always learning something new um uh and that's free game huh basically that's that's dope 
Um, let's flip it up though. We didn't talk about credits for a long time. What else we talking about? Oh, we, anybody else got anything or something? Cause I got a I got a woozy for y'all, but we don't got, we got a doozy for y'all. But what we don't have it? to go there right now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, what you talking about? So this is my question to everybody who's paying listening. Uh, Dre, yes sir. Fresh. Mm-hmm. If you were walking down the street and you were approached by yourself at six, that was the sixteen year old you. Punch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Make all those damn mistakes, man. What would the what would the what would what would you say to the sixteen year old you? Oh man! You can only say one thing to him. What would that one thing be? I would just tell him stop and think about it. A lot of times, I did things on emotion, mm-hmm. and if I can take it back, I would certain things. So I would tell myself to stop and think about it. A lot of the decisions I did, like I said, I did it out of emotion. And that emotion hit me right in the back. You know, so stop and think about it. That's what you tell the 16 year old. I would. Okay. You said we said one thing. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I had a lot more I would say to myself. <laughs> I don't want to round pounds of them. Well, there's but, more to this question. There's okay. more to this question. Fresh. Um, I would tell the 16 year old me that talent and charm only go so far. And you owe it to the shoulders you stand on to actually spend time sharpening, not just getting by because you can. Talent and charm only go so far. You're going to eventually have to do the work, so do what you don't want to do now so you can do as much as you want to do later. Yeah, I know we was uh, saying more than one thing. I, th- I mean, that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talking saying one thing. Yeah, uh, you you ain't gonna get you you only gonna get so far. You limit yourself mm-hmm. with talent and charm. Use the time that you have to work hard. Mm-hmm. What would you say? The sixteen year old me. Play up, play up. What uh, would you say? The sixteen year old me would probably say. Learn, learn to love, and don't worry about being liked. Mm, that's pretty deep. You know what I'm saying? I think that's I think that's what I would have said to myself based on where I was at and all the anger I had and just the not, not f- maybe not feeling loved, but learning how to love. Because I think we spend so much time on ourselves that we project what we don't have on the inside of us outward. But mm-hmm. if I'm learning how to love people, um, I'm learning also how to receive love. So I think I would have told my 16-year-old self, learn how to love and not, don't worry about being liked. Um, so now what would you tell the 23-year-old you? Or the 26-year-old you, 10 years later? What would you tell the 20, 26-year-old you? I would tell them don't give up. You know, you get that, uh, you get that, that man, like I said, that, that meme where that man is like, you know, chopping through the woods or whatever, I mean, uh, chopping through the mountain, and he's got like one more swing left, and the diamonds are right there, mm. and he gives up and walks away. Mm-hmm. I would tell him, don't give up. Don't give up. So I would kind of try to push that encouragement into him. Don't give up, man. Don't give up. Keep pushing. So. Fresh. Uh, 26-year-old you. 26-year-old me. I'd be like, don't you be chasing these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the 26-year-old me, I would tell him 
to stop thinking so much and have faith in what you're ambitious about. Mm. Nobody, it's your idea. Nobody's going to love it like you, so just go anyway. That's what I would I would tell the 26-year-old me, to not worry about what other people are thinking when it comes to what you believe that you can do. Just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Crystal said, find your passion, don't settle. Absolutely. Hands down. I do, I do believe that your talent, your talent will open the doors for you to find your passion. Your passion will then open the doors for you to find your purpose. But only when you truly dive into each one of those. I do believe that. Um, a lot of people try to make their talent be more than what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, they never find their purpose. Because well, they never find their passion because, and they never find their purpose. Because they're talent-based. Mm-hmm. Um, talent just gets you in the door. Yep. Um, so for me, the 26-year-old me, which was a father, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shoot, I don't know how many kids I had at 26. Dang, man. Did I have four at 26? How many kids I have at 26? How old am I now? 45. I don't know how many kids. <laughs> <laughs> What's your... Rolling Stone. Right. What's 26 plus 17? 20... 43? What's 26 plus 17? Yeah, 43. Okay, so 26, I had four kids. Oh, jeez. Whew, I would have told my 21-year-old me, stop. Um, the 26-year-old, I'd have told the 26-year-old, and I heard it too. So mm-hmm. I would have told myself to listen, nigga, listen. Mm-hmm. But um, I would have told myself, you made them, love them, and raise them. That's what I would have told myself. Mm-hmm. Um not concentrate on providing for them mm-hmm. because the provisions are going to happen. That's when you have, you know what I'm saying? The provisions are going to happen. Um, being a man and young man having kids and all that, you think you got to provide, provide, provide monetarily and all that kind of stuff. And I worked five jobs, four jobs, three jobs. I worked whatever. Um, but I, I wasn't home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, but the flip side, though, my kids are workers now. So it's like, ah, like they know how to work. But they're going to, later on, they might not know how to raise their children because they didn't have that example of a father in the house, house you, right? Do you feel like <clears throat> that example allowed them to become comfortable with working and you still have the opportunity to say you don't need to work so much? Because you still got, I mean, some of them have kids. Yeah, One. one yes, I have one. Yep. Yep. And so you you still got quite a few that you can. I have all of them, and that, and and so uh, nothing ever like um, I don't beat myself up about it. But as a grandparent, I have the opportunity to right my wrongs mm. through my children, not around them. Right? I think I think a lot of a lot of times grandparents will try to go around the parents mm-hmm. to deal with the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Instead of going through the parents to deal with the grandchildren, mm-hmm. like I don't want to do that. I want to go around. I want to go through um, because there's there's still s- a lot of the same lessons. So you have a chance to do over if you're blessed. Um, and so I'm. It's not. I'm not discouraged by it at all. Um, but you learn how to. Uh, you, you learn how to um, 
what you call that stride the fit not stride the fence uh, straddle the fence straddle the fence mm-hmm. you know you're you're and that's tough man as a man it's tough to like try to be a go getter but you got kids at home mm-hmm. and you're trying to hustle you might not be educated I wasn't educated it's in regards to school's concern I blew all that opportunities I had college scholarships and college aspirations in theory mm-hmm. um, but I was an artist like I drew and I did those types of things so here's this guy who sings and draws who got a uh, a basketball scholarship with a baby on the way like some got to give right mm-hmm. and then the stuff for school I had to play basketball so I couldn't take the art classes and so I just became a, um, a athlete student I didn't I wasn't cool with that either you know what I mean? So um, I found love in college, um, uh, and I found my soulmate in college, um, and I became a a man. I thought I was a man. <laughs> I became a a parent. I tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Or no, I became a kid with the with the baby. That's what mm-hmm. I became. Oh no, I had one already. Oh, I had one already too. So <laughs> I became. Oh man. So oh, I was all so yeah. Man yeah. child with a bunch of kids. Man child with two. Now you're grandpa. And now I'm a grandpa, which is dope. Um, and I tell people all the time, like 40 for me is like 20 over again because what I couldn't do at 20, I can do at 40. Okay. But I have the means to do it. Mm-hmm. I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So And I have the time to do it. So, like, I'm not tripping. Like, yeah. I see these 20-year-olds running around cool. They're doing their thing, but they mm-hmm. still ain't got really no money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. They still got to, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like... But I can do you better than you can do you. Can you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But you on some grown man. You just found out who Doja Cat was today, though. Yeah, I don't need to I don't need I can do I can do yeah, but I can do what they aspire to be better than what you know what I'm saying? Like they aspire to be something I can be. There's a difference. I mean, I don't need to know who no Doja Cat Doja Doja Cat's pretty dope though. But um I just found out who that was. Which is like Lady Gaga meets uh don't tell them that. Uh Lady, that's her name, right? Lady Gaga. Lady Doja Gaga Doja meets. Doja Cat is. Doja Cat. Lady Gaga meets. Uh, what's the other girl's name? Uh, <laughs> what's some new girls? Uh, what's the one with the big old? <laughs> they all got big butts. No, I don't even know who that is. No, them old ones. Them old new ones. Um, Nikki and Cardi's and them. Oh, so it's, 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 it's all them mixed up into one. That's what I think she is. Because you don't even know what she is. What is she? What is she? I don't know. She's South African. Her dad is South African. Is she? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what you do in that move, move, move. Deja move. Cat. What's her name? Doja Cat. Doja. What's Doja mean? We're going to have these moments <laughs> where we bridging the gap <laughs> with these guys. I don't want to bridge no gaps. Y'all are crazy out here. Y'all are doing stuff. All these dudes with these names, blue faced to this. And these are all people baby, that. Was it baby? The baby? Well, I mean. Baby, young baby. Uh, Listen, I'm sure y'all had some crazy names. Uh, what was the name? What was. What was your first as an artist? What was your name? Did you break dance? No, back it was a, no, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't break dance. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I could pop though. Pop. I could pop. I couldn't break dance. I couldn't do them flips. I could pop though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was a popper. You know what I'm saying? And do all. The- yeah. Did he answer my question, y'all? No. What was, your, what was the question? <laughs> what was your name as an artist when you first came so out? So I was R and B dude. So it was always them love shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they don't even count. No. What, what was your name? Uh, it's always been my name. I ain't never had no other oh, okay. names. I've been in groups. Okay, what's the name of your group? The Gentleman, uh, <laughs> Blessed, uh, uh, into some other stuff. It was a bunch of names. Into deep. No, <laughs> <laughs> 
Not good enough. That was no not a good name. You know what I'm saying? Enough is enough already. Um, uh, I've been in some fun, man. I've been in some funny situations with some funny groups, boy. I could tell y'all some stories. Uh, but y'all ever seen NWA the movie? NWA yeah. mm-hmm. the the on the uh, the, the uh, <laughs> that on the studio that they worked out of. I thought it was DJ Pooh that had. I mean, uh, but he had a curl. That. Remember the dude that ran yeah, the club yeah, yeah, and yeah. had the studio? Oh, at the club, yeah, yeah. yeah I was in yeah. a group with a dude with three dudes like that, and I was like nineteen. They was like forty something, and I was in a group with them fools. Oh, like, yeah. Did man. you have a curl too? I, man, I would know. Oh. They had one. They were still trying to live that life, and I was, you know, the the young falsetto dude in this group. Mm. Whew. Anyway, we're gonna do some skits about that. <laughs> well, the next time that we're on, we definitely gonna get some of the music played. Oh, yeah from some of these guys old groups and he gonna tell y'all some uh stories about back in the day when he was a player player or a male no. child dad yeah, i was locked up what else we talking about anything else we've hit the hour mark so oh, we had an hour yeah we had the hour that mark. was quick we talked about uh oh so okay real quick though let's do this real quick so we have an not an issue. So every day, damn near, we have our mini podcast conversations in our group chat. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to all the the team because it's about fifteen of us that are in there, and everybody's saying what we should talk about. And then I be I'm the old man, so I'd be like, oh, we can't go there, or we should be careful being go, going there. We want to know from y'all how. Well, no, this is the mentor. We just got to go there, right? Yes. So we're gonna do some arguing on here, because uh, we're not gonna agree, and I'm. Uh, and we're not trying to necessarily agree. We're just trying to open up dialogue yes. uh, for conversations that need to be had yes. and then change the narrative, right? Absolutely. Uh, and control the narrative. So we control got some good conversations that are coming, man, I swear. Oh, but shout-outs this month. Yes. This is... You want to talk about... Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. March the 7th. No, is, no, no, no. What? No, no, shout-out first the month. This is a uh, this is a yes. holiday. Oh, this is... This is National Women's Month. National Women's Month. Yes, and because we took so many L's during Black History Month, we're going to kind of combine the two, and we're going to talk about um, some amazing black women. Yeah. Uh, is, there a male, is there a man month? Is, is there a man month? No, yeah. we need one. So they really, they really got a month. They, I, they got I, a month. Like, this is a real thing. Is this new? Is this uh, always been around? I mean... It's technically new, but not really. Like how? how like I'm, it's new enough to me to where I never knew about it. See, right. so I'm not the only one. No, you just know heard about it too. From the yeah. group, huh? The group Did, you didn't know until the group. Group chat told me. I didn't about know it. either until. Did earlier. y'all know it was National Women's Month? How did we know that? Ain't that called Mother's Day? <laughs> <laughs> That's on D Scott. Y'all get him. Y'all get him. No, but I'm dope. That's I think it's dope. Day, Mother's Day. I do. I do appreciate it. I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm excited about it because I want to learn some more things to be able to share, um, and I think that we should spend more time. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's Women's Month. It's Women's Month. Is it yeah. what it say? It's National. It's yeah. It's National Women's Month. Y'all let us know if we're wrong. I'm pretty sure it's National Women's Month. Women's Month. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk about uh, an uh, an amazing. I'm gonna research and talk about an amazing black woman that has an inspiring story. Would you stop telling what we're gonna do? And then I'm going to talk about an evil woman that we should erase from history. So, you know. Gail. Gone. <laughs> Margaret Sanger. Gone. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Oh, so you have something exciting going on this weekend. Yes, yes. Please he, tell us about it. This dude is super dope, man. The stuff he got going on. Let me give you the intro. Uh, this man right here 
um, young brother, and you know what I'm saying, does his thing. Um, and he has an extraordinary, he does a lot of things. He's got a lot of businesses. Uh, can I say a lot? No, I'm going to say a lot. He's got a few businesses. He's I got a few businesses, but I ain't got no money. So <laughs> don't try to rob me. I ain't got nothing. Um, but yeah, what do you have going on this weekend? Uh, this weekend, we have, uh, through the Phoenix Local Organizing Committee, we have the Archwood Exchange by Black Marketplace that is going on at 1101 North Central Avenue from 11 to 4 p.m. And the significance about this event is it's called the Archwood Exchange. Uh, named after the major intersection for Black Wall Street in Oklahoma. I don't want to say Tulsa because I know it's actually a different city. And that the major intersection for that city was Archer and Greenwood. And so it's the Archwood Exchange where we basically have a black business expo with all kinds of small businesses and large businesses coming together as one to network and to bring the services to anybody that wants to come in. So this is an opportunity for folks that may not have a brick and mortar um, and you can't find their services or their products online as they may not be developed yet or folks that are already developed where we all come into one space and we sharpen iron and circulate the dollar uh, in between one another. The main thing for this group, the Phoenix Local Organizing Committee, is to help us fortify and uplift each other by circulating the dollar within our neighborhood. So this one event that we do once a month is a, is a great opportunity for us to continue to do that and make it as a standard for the generations that come behind us to practice this like everybody else does. How, so, can, they, how can they find out where this, uh, more, more about this information? Uh, I would go to either follow uh, Archwood Exchange on Instagram or Facebook, or you can go to archwoodexchange.com, especially if you would like to be a vendor. You can be a vendor there. Um, there's still time to sign up. Not sure about the cost of it, but it's not very expensive, and it's definitely worth um, you being able to showcase your business in front of hundreds of uh, potential customers. That's dope, man. Hey, thank that's, you. That's, that's dope. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We, um, we, that's another way that we control the narrative, and we are able to control our pockets, you know? So, um, and not only, you know, is that event, you know, so big, but it brings everybody else into the fold of everything else that the local organizing committee is doing. I mean, they practically have a building downtown where they have the same kind of expo feel. Um, and they all they also have their own form of Starbucks and their own working collective. So definitely come on in, get involved. Um, like I say, find your tribe and catch the vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's all about us being more exclusive with our power in 2020. So let's continue to do that. Come on down to the Archwood Exchange, Saturday, March the 7th, 11 a.m. Y'all got any announcements for this week? Yeah, that's, this, that's this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday. I'm going over to my eight, March 7th. I'm like, okay, all right. What's that? The morning for the third? Yeah. We'll be there. Oh, okay. Dope. We'll Dope. D Scott gonna be there to sign autographs. Yeah. If y'all got any of the old albums from his uh, <laughs> from his groups, <laughs> y'all didn't know our intro song is sung by D Scott. So uh, y'all listen to that on the way out. Oh man, y'all got anything else coming up this week? I got a birthday to celebrate this weekend. Oh, birthday! My little booty, 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 rooter. 
My wife. See, you don't say you don't oh, okay. even speak languages I, no more. Yeah, I, I'm not even allowed to. I gotta say stuff like "ooty wooty." Okay, cool. Fresh and fruity. I don't know. <laughs> I just be saying stuff. I be trying to get on the good side. So, so. what you? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. The Archwood Exchange is. Uh, yeah. So no, no, no. But she, she all about that though. Okay. So, um, she, she, you know, I set this whole thing up for a birthday. Gotcha. Um, so, <laughs> so we are definitely gonna be down there checking uh, it out. You know what well, saying? blessings spending, to spending the missus for coming on yes, down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be dope. We are gonna see y'all down down there, and uh, on the way out, y'all get to listen to some more of D Scott. Lead on. We appreciate y'all coming to the podcast, the Mentor Podcast. Please make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. It's the same thing, the Mentor. YouTube podcast and YouTube. if you want to watch this or share the link with somebody to watch this episode go to the factory unified the factory of unified noise factory of unified noise youtube page. youtube page and that way they can watch the entire episode if you all also find something that you want to talk about on the show yeah yeah please make sure to post it right here on this Facebook page. We'll see you guys next Tuesday, 7.30-ish CP time <laughs> for the Mentor Podcast on behalf of D. Scott. And say something, Dre. I am Freshmaker. We appreciate y'all so much. Y'all have a good night. Peace. You can't be telling people what it's going hmm? Can't be telling people to sing this song. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no.